good morning and welcome again to another podcast. Down to earth, but heavenly minded. I'm your host, Irv Risch. And today we are going to finish up on chapter 3 of the first epistle of Peter. And so with that said, uh, we are in part 6. It took us six parts to get through this chapter. And uh, with that said, let us just jump into our scripture. Okay, in First Peter uh, 3, uh, in this portion that we're going to look at, again, we come to the passage that uh, Christians differ in their understanding of. As any portion of the Bible, we must compare spiritual things with spiritual things. In other words, we need to bring what we think we understand into the light of what we know from other scripture. In other words, scripture interprets scripture. No scripture is given for private interpretation. That's what the Bible tells us. We cannot isolate a verse and ascribe a meaning to it that is contrary to the general tender of the word of God. Having insight into the uh, the origin of Greek and Hebrew, words uh, serve a great purpose. <coughs> Excuse me, I gotta have a little coffee here. Mm. Mm. Ah, very good coffee. Well, uh, having insight into the original Greek, the Hebrew word serves a great purpose. But it is not the prerequisition to learn what God is saying. Learn about Middle East or Roman culture. Illuminate some passages. But of far higher value is studying the scriptures themselves for the keys to understanding the meaning of every verse. Okay, let us read more. Corresponding to the baptism now saves you, not the removing of dirt from the flesh, but from an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You know, Roman pagan uh, ritualism carried over in some of the reformers' teachings is that we are saved by baptism rather than by personal faith in the finished works of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is just not so. I want to write this very clearly, baptizing a person who has never come to the foot of the cross, bows the knee to Christ, and repents of his sin before God, only serves to get that person wet. You understand that? Baptism means nothing. I told this to a fellow at work one time that he used to call me Duncan because I baptized people. And I told him, I says, you know, the guy's name was Dan. I says, Dan, if baptism saved, I would throw you in the river. <laughs> Well, he didn't like that. He come at me with a screwdriver. He tried to stab me that day. I preached to him a lot, and I did pray for him his whole life. He's uh, no longer with us now, though. 
While many a soul have been deceived into thinking he was fit for God's uh, presence because he had been baptized. There will be plenty of uh, baptized people in hell. Did you hear that? There'll be a lot of people that were baptized in hell. Peter is referring back to Noah and his family being taken into the ark and passing safely through the flood as a picture of a believer being in Christ, going through the waters of judgment, uh, keeping safe from them by the ark. Uh, The windows of heaven were open, and the fountains of the great deep were too. The flood was the single greatest catastrophical this globe has ever seen. The ark was lifted up from the earth and suspended between earth and heaven. The waters beat upon the ark. Those inside stayed dry for the whole time. Well, as the Lord Jesus hung on the cross, all the hated of mankind and Satan were released on him. That corresponds to the fountains of the great deep. There's spiritual meanings in a lot of this uh, scripture. The windows of heaven being before us, the wrath of a sin-hating God. The Lord bore the crushing waves and the billows rolled of those combining waters as he suffered for our sins and went willingly to death. Well, we have uh, died with Christ, and we have been raised with him, and it tells us that in scriptures, in uh, the book of uh, uh, Galatians. We have been crucified with Christ, nevertheless we live, but not I, but Christ who lives in me. When the floods of earth and the ark came to a rest on the mountains of Ararat, Noah and his family stepped out into an entirely different landscape that they had left. Instead of a fairly flat earth with mature uh, giant trees, they found themselves on the rough terrains with new weather patterns and uh, infinite vegetation. They saw a rainbow for the first time. And they and there is reason to believe that they may have been the stars of, uh, for the first time. Everything was new. If man, if any man, this is right from Scripture. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Baptism is uh, symbolic of this death and resurrection with Christ. In it, we owe that we are once with him. Our sins are gone, and we point to our death with Christ as the end of them. It says in Scripture, I am crucified with Christ. And I quote it as, Nevertheless, I live. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Truly, beautiful scripture.
God has put all of our sins behind his back and will remember them no more. For the scripture tells us, who is it at the right hand of God, having gone into heaven after angels and authorities and powers have been subject to him? The proof that God has uh, been satisfied with the death of Christ was declared in the resurrection of the Lord from among the dead. More than that, Christ has ascended back into heaven and is at the right hand of God and given a name above all names that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. Uh, Celestial, terrestrial, and infernal. Our uh, conscience have been clear. I, I don't carry the burden of my sin no more. I hate my sin, and I confess my sin, but the burden was laid on Christ, and that uh, burden that I carried is gone. Christ bore it all on the tree for me. Well, with that said, I'm going to end my podcast. God is out here. You can find him in your Bible. Just trust in him. Trust his word and read his word. Well, with that said, I'm going to go. Bye for now.